Hi, my name is Darren Josephich. We are a team of tax advisors that seek to demystify this sometimes confusing world of cross-border tax. And today I have the honor and the privilege of chatting with Mr. Louis. Um, Louis, you want to introduce yourself? So my name is Louis. Uh, I'm from Singapore. Uh-huh. I'm a personal wealth manager and I deal uh, a lot with, I would say, high net worth and also people from around the region. Uh, who wants to like manage your wealth here in Singapore? Fantastic. So we have three questions, which we go three or four questions, which we go through in turn, and we uh, the questions were so interesting and so com- you know it's, it's questions that are easily misunderstood. So yes. we're just taking the opportunity to record this Q and A and share it with you. Hope it helps. So the second question is ins- ins- is insurance payouts for death or disability or critical illness taxable. Now, most earned and passive investment income is taxable in the U.S. Most foreign earned and foreign passive investment income uh, is taxable in the U.S. However, there are types of income that are excluded from taxable income, such as life insurance proceeds received by the qualified beneficiary, tax-exempt interest, property acquired by bequest, uh, or inheritance, right? So if the insurance contract uh, is deemed to be an insurance product under the law, under the domestic law, in this case, is Singapore. So if there's a contract or if there's a, a policy, which is a life insurance contract under the applicable domestic law, but it does not meet the definition of a life insurance contract under Section 7702, so it's not a U.S. life insurance policy, so it's a foreign one, so it's not... Uh, an insurance policy as per U.S. domestic law, right? So the excessive amount paid by reason of the death of the insured over the net surrender value of the contract will be deemed to be paid under life insurance contract for purposes of Section 101. So in other words, the normal rules apply and it should not be taxable. On the other hand, if the insurance policy is from a contract that is not recognized as an insurance policy under domestic law, in this case, Singapore, or if the entity issuing the policy is otherwise treated as a PFIC, which we discussed earlier, uh, which is section 1291 to 1298 uh, US tax code, then the proceeds on debt may be taxed as if it were a distribution from a PFIC product, right? Like a regular mutual fund. So in other words, it depends it depends, it depends. It depends on whether it's really uh, an insurance policy for Singapore law, generally speaking, or if it is uh, not and it's a, a PFIC. For, for U.S. tax purposes, right? So the ownership of a PFIC, as we discussed earlier, can be adverse tax consequences. And it could be a, a, while, while it's being held by U.S. taxpayer, as well as when there's a payout uh, upon death. So, for example, any deemed disposition of the PFIC, uh, even, in, even including when you relinquish U.S. citizenship, so if there's an expatriation or long-term residency or gifting of the policy or pledging the policy of a loan may result in adverse U.S. income tax uh, consequences under the excessive the excess distribution regime, right? The death of the owner may also trigger deemed distribution and, and result in the same adverse U.S. tax consequences and in the same excess distribution regime. So just something to bear in mind, we could probably get into that uh, at some future point in time, but this is a very high level response to the question you posed. Best advice really is to sit with someone who's US 
qualified and go into the policy and get advice specific to the situation of the policy holder as well as the product. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.